Good morning. Our scripture today comes from Ephesians uh, 1, uh, verses 11 to 23, and it's on page 1818 in your pew Bibles. In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we, who were the first to put our hope in Christ, might be the praise of his glory. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, to the praise of his glory. Thanksgiving and prayer. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe." That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Our second scripture reading comes from Luke chapter 6, verse 20 to 31, and it can be found in page 1,600 in your pew Bibles. Looking at his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil, because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven, for that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you. For that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have done to them. Friends, let us pray. Loving and gracious God, we pray that you might open our minds, open our hearts, Receive what you would love to give us. Remind us once again, O God, of your great love for us and of your calling that you have placed on each 
one of us. Help us, O God, to live as saints. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. What is a saint? What comes to mind when you hear the word saint? One of God's chosen, a believer, an obeyer, a teacher, a follower. You know what I think of when I hear the word saint? Mother Teresa. That's always the first image that pops in my mind is, is Mother Teresa. Perhaps we think of people who have, uh, who have done spectacular things. I mean, I think all of us sitting here could admit that Mother Teresa was pretty special. We might think of, of the church fathers like St. Augustine or, or, um, or St. Francis of Assisi. How many of us, when we think of a saint, we think of ourselves? You don't, you don't think of yourself? This morning we lifted up the names of saints. We remembered people here in our congregation who've died. We remembered people who, who are near and dear to us, who are special to us. I remember in a former congregation that I served, um, there were several names that were lifted up in the congregation, and after worship, those who named them wanted, me to, wanted, them, wanted to tell me about that person that they had named. And you know who I heard of? Plumbers. School teachers. Sunday school teachers. Somebody mentioned a nurse, Jackie. I'll never forget this one. Somebody lifted up their uncle, who was a garbage collector. And I thought, what an image for a saint, cleaning up someone else's mess. That's a saint if I've ever heard of one. Those are ordinary people, aren't they? Ordinary people just like you and me. I want to put to you this morning, and I'm only going to preach for a couple minutes because I'm keeping an eye on that clock. I'm going to put to you this morning on this day where most Protestants commemorate all saints, that the Sunday that, that follows November 1st. And we lifted up the names of saints today, and perhaps we think of these larger-than-life characters who answered God's call and changed the world, much like a, a Mother Teresa, or Pope John Paul II, or St. Francis. We think of those people who've made a lasting impact, and absolutely, they're saints. But I want to put to you this morning that the the call, the Christian call on the life of every ordinary believer is to be a saint. You know what St. Paul said in the church to Galatia in the second chapter of that letter? He said, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new is come. What is Paul talking about? He's talking about the life of a saint. The life of someone that is so consumed in the person and work of Jesus and allows that person and that work to flow through them to shape everything they do to change and to shape their very core of who they are. 
That's what Paul said it happened to him. And that's what he encouraged the people in Galatia to adopt. Was to remember that when they had come to Christ, they were now somebody new. The old had gone. The new had come. They had stepped into a life of sainthood. Now, friends, does that mean that, that those of us who, who follow Jesus and have, have uh, sort of taken on His nature and seek to follow Him were perfect all the time? No. That's to completely miss what a saint is. Do you think Mother Teresa was perfect? No. In fact, after her death, in many of her journals, we read that this is a woman who struggled deeply with serious depression and darkness. And yet she persevered through it all, following Jesus' call on her life. Do you think Pope John Paul II was perfect? No. But as imperfect as he was, and believe me, even popes think that they're not perfect. He stood in the center of the country of Poland. And for two hours, do you know what people chanted? We want Jesus. We want Jesus. And that's marked in history as a turning point. The history of that country and in the entire Eastern Bloc. Do you think the people that you have named, the, the people who have helped shape you and form you into who you are, were perfect? Probably not. Probably not. Yet they made a mark on your life. You're sitting here today. Perhaps you want to be a more deeply committed follower in Jesus because of who they were and what they were able to pour into your life. That's the mark of a saint. That's what we're all called to do, is recognizing this newness, this new thing that God in Christ has done that's available to all of us when we trust Him and say yes to Him. He changes our very nature, our very being. And we start to look at the world differently. We start to interact with people differently. Priorities shift and change. Things that maybe we once thought were important aren't so important anymore. And things that we once held up as a highest value and ultimate good, we start to maybe see those for what they are. How do we do it, friends? Well, every year in our cycle of readings in the lectionary, do you know what Scripture is offered for the Gospel reading every All Saints Day? It's either Matthew's or Luke's version of the Beatitudes. Those are offered to us as a roadmap for living the life of a saint. Blessed are the poor, the hungry, those who mourn. Blessed are those who are reviled and, and spoken ill of. And we might think, what an, what an odd roadmap. Those aren't things that we would necessarily desire or want, are they? Those speak to the qualities and the characteristics of someone who knows... They're fragile. Who knows that they're weak? Those are, the, those are the qualities of someone who knows they need Jesus. And that they need to follow Him. And that in, this, in the difficulties of life, in, 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 in the pain and the uncertainty and the, the grief and the sadness and the darkness that so often seems to encroach from every side, when we pattern our lives, after Jesus Christ. And that pattern we see so clearly in the Beatitudes. A life of humility and service. Of care for the poor and the downtrodden. 
of loving those who are unlovable, of refusing to speak ill against those who might slander us. That's how Jesus lived. And that's what Jesus calls all of us to do as we seek to live saintly lives. Friends, when you leave this place today, remember this. You're a saint. If you've If you've been baptized, if you've trusted Jesus Christ, you're a saint. You're a saint. And that means something. That's not just a title or a word that's empty and meaningless. That means something for the way that we live our day-to-day lives. Sisters and brothers, saints of this congregation, remember this. Jesus has called you. You're a new creation. That means your life is no longer yours. That means you're to give up your lives for others. And we're given a pattern seen clearly in the Beatitudes of what that sort of life looks like. May the Holy Spirit strengthen us and embolden us to live lives of saintliness. Amen. Friends, as we come to communion this morning, we will affirm our faith in the triune God together. So I invite you to join me in the Apostles' Creed, which will be up on the screen. Let us say this together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father and will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Please turn in your hymnals to page 12 to our service of Holy Communion. Friends, Christ our Lord invites to this His table all who love Him, who earnestly repent of their sin and who seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and before one another. Merciful God, We confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. And we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. Having passed the peace earlier in our service, I invite you to turn to the next page and join me at the great Thanksgiving. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. 
It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to You, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. Blessed are You, God of creation and all new beginnings. God of Abraham and Sarah. God of Miriam and Moses. God of Joshua and Deborah. God of Ruth and David. God of the prophets and the priests. God of Mary and Joseph. God of apostles and martyrs. God of our mothers and fathers. God of our children to all generations. And so with your people on this earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and we join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. We remember that on the night in which he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread gave it to His disciples and said, Take, eat, this is My body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of Me. And when the supper was over, He took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to His disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is My blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these Your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as together we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out Your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and the blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by His blood. And since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, strengthen us to run with perseverance the race that is set before us by looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. By Your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at His heavenly banquet. Through Your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and Your Holy Church, all honor and glory is Yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen.